Hi, welcome to the Ending Your Binge Eating Podcast. I'm Rashonda Yates, and I recovered from binge eating after 10 years of struggling and lost 50 pounds and kept it off for over two years. And I'm sharing my tips and strategies on how you can do the same. Today, we're talking about how to change your cravings. Have you ever felt like, wouldn't it be amazing if you could just magically stop craving chocolate, chips, cookies, cake? and magically start craving kale, broccoli. Wouldn't that be amazing? (laughs) Well, today I'm talking about how you can naturally change your cravings. This episode is brought to you by my three-part series, How to Stop a Binge Before It Starts. It's a video training that teaches you how to get through any craving without giving in. So you can lose excess weight, have more energy, and eat healthy more effortlessly. I also share the four steps I used to get through cravings that helped me lose 50 pounds and keep it off for over two years. You can get access to all of that at free-videos.rashondayates.com. When I talk to women who struggle with binge eating, I hear things all the time like, you know, I know so much about nutrition and healthy eating, but I just can't get myself to do it. Or things like my diet consists of kale and steamed tofu and gummy worms. (laughs) And I really hear this message of, you know, I, I know what to do. I desire to eat healthy. But at the end of the day, I struggle to actually do what I want to do. And cravings is really at the center of that. You know, you have a craving for something sweet or a craving to get away from an uncomfortable feeling or something challenging that you're trying to do. First of all, I want you to know that this is completely normal and cravings are completely normal and a part of life and they're not bad or good. They're simply sensations that happen in our body. And the way that we respond to cravings is really what gives us the power over them. And that just comes down to habit. Binge eating is essentially a habit. And it's a habit that doesn't serve us. So we want to look at how can we start to form a new habit. And there's a lot that goes into this and there's a lot of different approaches, but sometimes the best way to start to change something massive like a binge eating habit is to start to tackle the different components of that. So for example, eating, (laughs) eating habits, believe it or not, binging isn't all about the food. In fact, for me, It was mostly not about the food, but I recognize that for some people, the food is a primary player. For example, women who have gotten to an extremely low body fat percentage who experience symptoms like loss of period, in which case they would probably take a completely different approach. And I acknowledge that. And for me, learning how to eat differently or learning how to think about eating differently was one of the ways that I was able to get to my ultimate solution that helped in binge eating. 
So if you think about it in terms of different phases, I went through a phase of letting go of restrictions around my eating, um, letting go of the notion that I needed to eat perfectly in order to lose weight or to be healthy. So the first thing is really about a shift in your mindset. And once this shift happens in your mindset, you can start to change your behaviors. So we're going to get into this a little bit. When it comes to changing your eating habits, here are some ideas of things that you can try. The first thing is you can try letting go of unnecessary restrictions. For me, I had I had stopped eating rice and potatoes on a regular basis. I had started eating um, beans primarily as my source of carbs. And when I decided that I was no longer going to diet, I added rice and potatoes back into my diet on a regular basis. And I immediately stopped feeling a sense of deprivation. But I had to have a a strategy for how I was going to actually carry this out. So what I did was I looked for the one habit that if I put it into place, it would make everything else easier, everything else that I wanted to do easier. Um, So what I did was I learned how to cook. And now that might sound really like a huge, massive task. And really, it kind of is. But once I learned how to cook for myself without using recipes, it really made everything else about changing my eating habits easier. I found myself eating vegetables far more frequently. I found myself not eating out as much. Learning to cook for myself at home ensured that I knew all the ingredients that were going into my food. So how can you in your own life find the one habit that if you put into place, it would make all of the rest of your eating habits doable? Um, Another idea of, of a bigger, of a larger habit that you might put in place is eating mindfully. Um, This is something that I tried and it really changed my perception of how foods impacted my body because I was paying more attention as I was eating. And the funny thing is it helped me realize like there were some foods that I used to binge on that I actually did not even like the taste of. So try mindfulness and really open your curiosity about how you believe that foods impact you and what you're really noticing when you're mindfully eating. Now, when it comes to habit change in general, here's a tip. Find the approach that works for you. There is a lot of advice on changing habits, and I have gone through a ton of it. There's just so much out there, and I want you to know that one size does not fit all when it comes to habit change. A lot of people out there will tell you that the best way to change your habits is X, Y, or Z, but look for what is going to serve you and help you get on that path to making improvements. Um, Some people need to make a, like a giant commitment and that's how they, they change their habits. Some people need to take very small steps. Um, 
some people like myself included need accountability to change their habits. Um, A great resource that I can recommend is the four tendencies by Gretchen Rubin. What I love about her approach is that she acknowledges that, um, you know, we all are different and we need to find the approach that works for us. She does not advocate for one specific method of habit change, but she does give you this tool of understanding yourself. It's actually, there's a quiz with it and there's also a book Um, and it just helps you to know how you respond to inner and outer expectations. And it really sets you up for success when it comes to what you need to do to change your habits. Okay, let's move on. So my next tip for how to change your cravings is to create a virtuous feedback loop for yourself. It turns out that the more you do things that make you feel good, the more you want to do them. And it gets you on an upward spiral. Now, there is a caveat to this. There is a point at which behavior um, that is so destructive and habitual, even though you're aware of the things that serve you well and how good you feel when doing them and you want to change and you want to be doing something different, you still continue to do the things that are destructive, um, things that are destructive to your life, your work, your relationships. In this case, you may need additional layers of support to help you transition out of the negative cycle into the virtuous cycle. If that's you, reach out to me at RashondaYates.com and I'll connect you to the right people. But getting back to the feedback loop. Have you ever noticed when you go, you know, do a workout and you feel better? (laughs) Um, If you can notice that, pay attention to that in the moment, it acts like a reward to your brain and it helps you to be more likely to do that again. So is starting to really help you to crave that workout. And when you do it repeatedly over time, you crave it more and more. You hear this all the time where people talk about how they used to never work out. And now if they miss their workout, they feel like crap. And it's actually the same thing when it comes to eating healthy. The more you eat foods that serve you, the more you'll crave them. I want to make a note here that this isn't about being perfect and never craving something that isn't, quote unquote, perfectly healthy. Rather, it's about having the sum total of your choices add up to small daily improvements over time. It's about just going in the right direction. Um, And I also want to say that, you know, when we do crave something like, say, you know, sweets, um, something that maybe in our minds, we've kind of put in the quote unquote, bad category. We'll get into that in a different podcast episode. Um, We really want to be aware of how we're treating ourselves, because we're having that craving, please understand that that's totally normal. And sometimes, you know, you crave chocolate just because you want to eat some chocolate for comfort sake. And that is totally okay. Um, the main thing when it comes to comfort eating is that it's not your, the only tool in your toolbox, because if the only thing that you can do when you're feeling sad or lonely or tired or upset or stressed is to reach for food, 
then that's when things can start teetering toward that more destructive side of the spectrum. And let me tell you, I've been there and it's not a fun place to be. So to sum up, our cravings change when we act differently consistently. And when those different behaviors lead to positive feedback for ourselves, i.e. we feel better, have more energy, feel happier, We feel like we've done the things that we want to do. That's when we really find ourselves on that upward spiral and getting closer to doing the things that reflect our values and who we want to be in the world. Now, this isn't going to happen overnight. And you're probably going to feel some resistance in your body against doing things differently. But please know that that's completely normal. And if you give yourself the chance to feel those feelings, then you can get through them and you can start to change those cravings. And if you want some support learning how to go through a craving and feel it without giving into it, check out my free three-part miniseries at free-videos.rashondiates.com and you can really start to create that space for yourself. So that's it for this episode, and I will catch you next time on the Ending Your Binge Eating Podcast. Bye for now. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. If you have gained any value from this episode or from the podcast in general, then I would really appreciate it if you would leave a review on iTunes. It is such a big help. It helps me to reach more people. And If you did gain any insights, I would love to hear your takeaways and how you're implementing these tools. Over on Instagram, you can follow me at Rashondi Yates and send me a DM and let me know what you are using, what you're taking away from the episode, what your ahas are, things that you're seeing differently. I love having conversations with you over there. And until next time, I'll catch you on an episode on on another episode. Bye.